Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services. Hi, I'm your host, Sharon McNamara, and you are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. Let me share a little bit about my background before we get started. I am the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, a boutique firm that is home to over 30 real estate sales and marketing agents who service home buyers and home sellers throughout Boston, the South Shore, the South Coast, and Cape Cod. Our firm takes pride in assisting our clients in the next chapter of their lives by taking a holistic approach to their real estate endeavors. We believe that every move should be a moving experience. Every week, my co-host Melissa Wallace and I will provide you with my team's unique marketing approach to selling homes and share with you our expertise in navigating the home buying process. We value the experience of our agents at Boston Connect Real Estate so much that not only will you hear my perspective on real estate topics, occasionally you will hear the expert thoughts and opinions of our experienced agents at Boston Connect Real Estate. Be a part of our roundtable. If you have any questions during the show, please call 781-837-4900. We'd love to talk real estate. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and wherever you like to listen to podcasts at Talk Real Estate Roundtable. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me and my team to discuss your real estate needs, you can connect with me at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. Now sit back, relax, take good notes, and let's talk real estate. And good morning to my South Shore neighbors. This is Sharon McNamara. You are, of course, listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable here this morning on WATD, and I have my co-host with me this morning. Good morning, Melissa. Good morning. And we have the one and only Tim with us in WATD studios in Marshfield. Good morning, good morning. Good morning, ladies. Good morning, good morning. Good morning. You sound very happy today. Well, I'm always happy to be in broadcast house, you know? (laughs) He's always happy to start his morning off with us. That's right. Yes, absolutely. Two lovely ladies Mm -hmm. for a whole hour, eight to nine Kicking yes. off our, our marathon of talk shows until 12 o'clock today. Yes, we are the opening act for McNamara on Money, so they'll be on later. I don't know if it's Alyssa, Justin, or Michael, or maybe all of the above. I just want to state for the record, you might hear me, I'm sorry. Yeah, you have something in your mouth. What do you have? It's my favorite time of year because I love pomegranates. Pomegranate. Okay. Pomegranate. 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 How do you say it? Pomegranate. 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 <laughs> so what's the matter? And does everybody know what I mean? Well, when yes, you said it I first, know what I you like, mean. I know you, what you mean. Did you skip yeah. a beat? <laughs> you were like pomegranate. Well, I'm also choking on them. <laughs> so, you know, I really do enjoy... Seeds. You like the pomegranate seeds. Yeah, the seeds. Well, mm-hmm. I really do enjoy the whole thing. It really does bring me back. Yeah. Like, my dad used to get them for us all the time when we were younger, and it's just something of... I just really love them. They're very, very messy, but now technology... And they're very good for you. Yes, they yeah. are. They are. But now you can get them in a little cup and you don't have to do any of the messy work. So there you go. Yeah. That's what I, I was that. having for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you, you know st- what? And you still are. <laughs> I know. Well, here's the truth is like, so Tim, you and I go way back and Melissa doesn't mm-hmm. know how far back we go probably, but like I used to go into the studio when I was on Michael's show and everything too. And um, like, pack a lunch, <clears throat> yeah. pack a breakfast, pack everything. And, yeah. Tim, you know, Tim would be like, your, like your bracelets are banging or, oh, yeah. or, or remember like <laughs> yeah. Bill Conley, like Bill Conley was always like snapping his pen. It was like the worst thing for like someone with like ADD. Oh, and, yeah, like, I know I have my, I have my chapstick in my hand and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. do not play with it because I will be snapping <laughs> it. It's all show. Well, did you hear the pen? Listen to Tim. Yeah. 
Yeah, that, that was Bill Conley through the whole entire Bill, show. Bill, settle I, down, man. Drop the pen. Jeez. Relax, wow. we're here. It was almost like Chinese torture for me. I was like, uh, all right. Uh, yeah, so, but I will not lie. I put a mouthful of those in my mouth, and I was a little nervous to talk because I was like, I don't want to upset Tim. <laughs> no, no. You, that, hey, you're, you're having breakfast. We, it's okay. Yeah, but, and I you know the radio etiquette, so it's fine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and Tim, we love you so much, but you know what? It's our show. That, yes, it is. That's right. I always remind myself. Yeah. Like and this, we, could I'm just, just have, we could just have breakfast with Sharon and Melissa. Yeah. That breakfast like with Sharon show. and Melissa right here every Saturday morning. Yeah. yeah so I just According to Larry, my name is Michelle, though. I've <laughs> 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 only known him hey, for seven years. starts with an M. <laughs> Melissa, Michelle, it's... it's yeah. Funny. Usually I get Martha. People oh, think Martha. I say my name. Martha. Yeah, people say that my name is Martha because I go, hi, this is Melissa. And they're like, hi, Martha. It's... Mo-. And I'm like... Martha oh. Wallace. No, uh, yeah. Melissa. Yeah. And I'm Shannon. People, yeah. Shannon. <laughs> so somebody that, that's an easy switch. I can see yeah. that. Yeah. Somebody was saying, calling me Shannon, Shannon, Shannon the other day with Mary. They were in front of Mary, and they're like Shannon, Shannon. And Mary kept on saying, "No, it's Sharon." And Mary's like, "How? How do you handle that?" I go, "I don't correct them." She goes, "Well, that's why they probably yeah, just to go call with the flow." Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. They when they refer you, they're just like, "Oh, Shannon." <laughs> Shannon over at Boston Connect. Real Shannon McNamara? I know a Sharon. I don't know a Shannon, though. Is that her sister? Yeah. I always Shannon? say, I don't have a Shannon. I have a Sharon. Are you looking for Sharon? <laughs> no, I don't think so. No, no it's, it's definitely it's Shannon. Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're looking at the wrong place. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, well, I don't think we've talked about, <laughs> we've talked about everything other than what we're going to be talking about yeah, today. what are we talking about today? Um, we are continuing on with our conversation from last Saturday, which mm-hmm. is um, how to win in a multi offer situation. We did have somebody listening last week who mm. reached out to us uh, through Facebook. Um, yeah, we love that too, yeah. by the way. But I also just want to highlight our little thing that we did after the show last Saturday. So mm. we had our Halloween dog parade and costume contest here mm-hmm. at the office. So Boston Connect Real Estate in the heart of Pembroke. Mm-hmm. Um, we had our second annual uh, uh, dog uh, it's a mouthful, but it, the Halloween dog costume, costume parade and contest. Yeah. Um, and we had some of our listeners show up, too. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, huh? did, oh yes, we did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, I didn't realize. I'm like, uh, yeah. <laughs> we yeah. had a full-on conversation with them, and they dressed up. And they dressed up, and they had a fake dog, and it literally made my day. It I mean, was so funny. He walked in the trot. <laughs> yeah. Well, we keep calling it a trot, but yeah. he walked in the uh, parade. It was so funny. His timing could like it was right when we were trying to put everything together for the judges and in walks guess who i'll give you tim i'm going to give you two guesses it's someone who calls in frequently tim tim are you there he might have run away that's okay so <laughs> we, we caught him i'm we sorry had... I, I was i was i was doing something else what was okay it? i'm sorry so we had a guest uh, somebody who listens into our show mm-hmm. every weekend so i'm going to give you two guesses so it's someone who calls in a lot too so he showed up he had a fake dog <laughs> like well it's his real dog but it was a stuffed animal all dressed up as a farmer and i want you to guess who it was i think it was dick it was. Yeah. It was oh, Dick. that's great. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. And his wife came, awesome. and it was so yeah. funny. It yeah. was fun. He it came fun. in his vintage, you know, car, and it was oh, a lot of fun. Cool. Showed me all kinds of pictures of his house, and yeah, um, it was He's just like, great. This is this is the view. When are you guys coming? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. We One have to do it before Thanksgiving. We to, yeah. We're gonna pop over we with a pie. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They they love it. Yeah. So Tim, we'll bring you a pie too. What type of pie do you like? Do you like pumpkin or apple? Oh. Oh. Um. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to go with apple. 
Apple. Okay, yeah. perfect. All right, Learn. so I'll Thank remember you. that. I'm going to write it down. Apple okay. pie for Tim. So I will Apple make sure to bring one down. Yes. Um, <laughs> so yeah. So thank you for coming, and we had a great day. It, it turned yeah. out to be a thousand degrees outside. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it was eighty degrees. <laughs> it, was it was eighty really degrees, warm. The and dogs it was, were yeah. finicky a little bit. They weren't. They were great. The dogs were great. They were just hot. Yeah. I had to take the costumes off yeah. my dogs for sure because. An English bulldog and a French bulldog don't do well in heat anyways. So then when I put their little piggy outfits on them, they looked like stuffed pigs because they were a size too small on each of them. <laughs> yeah, they were a little snug. <laughs> they were a little snug, yeah. But uh, but I do want to say thank you um, for our event. And our events would not be possible without our wonderful volunteers. We had our event coordinators here at the office uh, for that one. So um, a big thank you to Ginny Wondell, Susan Bollinger, Emmy Flaherty, uh, who else was on that one? Uh, Michelle Fay. Yep. Uh, you, of course. Julia. And Julia, yes. So thank you so much to the... Donna Bagney. And Donna Bagney, yes, to our coordinators. And another big thank you to our um, judges. So we had um, the chief of the fire department, uh, Chief Rick McDonald. He came again this year, so thank you, Chief. And we also had Captain Jordan Hill, and uh, he was great, and he was here with his new wife, which was a lot of fun, oh, too. Oh, I didn't realize that they just yeah, got married. Yeah, they just got married nice. in August, so congratulations to... Uh, the the new the Mrs. Hill and the Hill family there, and thank you for taking the time to do that. Also, do you want to mention our sponsors that we yeah, had? Because without our sponsors, that, we can't do yeah, these things. I'm bringing that up right now. Yeah, so, so our sponsors. So we had Emmanuel Ebot from Styles Law. Yes, <laughs> thank you, and Mark Styles and of Mark Styles, of course. Uh, Jessica Celia of Team Celia at Lone Depot. Amy Masser um, from Sherman Law. Samantha, I don't, I can't pronounce her last name. Don't I'm even sorry, bother, but she's great. Uh, for Radius Financial. Let's just Group. call her Samantha. She's great. And all of them, I, um, pretty much all of them have been on our show. Yeah. I don't and think Jessica has. Jessica hasn't been on our show, but she, she, um, um, I'm sorry, what? Nothing. Oh, okay. Um, and then we have the Dogs Den, of course. Um, <clears throat> and then, uh, yep, then we had a couple people here, uh, Fensa Pup, uh, or no, Fensa Pet. Fence a pet. Pet stop, um, Mozzie Munch dog treats, OM obedience, collars by Tanya, and then maritime mortgage. So we had George come um, with his daughter dressed up. Oh, she was so cute. Oh, my God, so cute. And they had a table here of maritime mortgage. So my whole real estate team yeah. of, of my home purchase was here. Yeah. So can I tell, um, do the treats again. Who was the treats? Um, Mozzie Munch dog treats. Mozzie Munch dog dog treats. I yeah. want everybody to remember that. So my my little Miss Marley, she is she's not food motivated, but yeah. this Does morning she love them. She loves them. Mm -hmm. This morning I was doing a little sit high five with her and yeah. normally like she wouldn't do it and she totally got it. And there was a, a woman who was uh, who trains dogs that was here too. So I think I'm going to reach out to her. And then of course Tanya was here and she has the, um, the she makes the dog yeah. collars and stuff. And I bought a couple of those. So it was a really great event. I did not have to buy anything to do with the pet offense because pet offense pet. pet what is it? <laughs> Fence a pet. <laughs> Fence a pet. Fence a pet. <laughs> we just made up something. Fence a pet. Fence a pet. Um, because I already have that. At you, my already home, have, so you already have. You already have. He is wonderful, though. If yeah. you need any of those dog-related items, please give us a call. Yeah, <laughs> and we we posted all that stuff on on social media too. So follow us on social media. Yeah, follow us on social media. I think we should do a contest every month. And yeah. you know, if you if you follow us, that's worth you know five points. If you if <laughs> five you like for Gryffindor. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, listen, you laugh. I yeah, you did because I don't watch any of that, but I knew what you were talking about. I know. Thank and, you, Nens. Yeah, and one point for like if you liked our stuff, can we do? Can you make a contest for that? Sure, I'll come up with something that's a little <laughs> bit more thought out. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that was like on a whim. Okay. I know. That's how ideas happen for people that, so they call it ADD. I call it entrepreneurship. For people who have ADD. And for people got who it. have ADD. Got it, got it. And clearly, um, my meds have not have not settled well, in. Well, now yet. we're like halfway over. We haven't even gotten to So, it. everybody, have so, a great Saturday. Bre- breakfast with Melissa and Sharon. <laughs> we could do this. It's almost we like could. barstool, we whatever. Could. Barstool sports? Yeah. No. The, the, a little bit, but it's coffee. Well, uh, yeah. Okay. And he just bought like the most expensive oh, property in the Massa- in Ma- uh, Massachusetts. Yeah, yeah. What was Nantucket. It, like, Thirty-five million. No, I think it's like forty-two million. Forty-two million dollars yeah. in Nantucket. Yeah. Nice. Well, good for him. Good for him. Yeah, started right here. Like, if he would like to a, adopt he, a thirty-two-year-old woman, yeah. <laughs> almost thirty-three. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess it could have started just like this on like a talk radio show on WATD. So if anybody out there <laughs> wants me because they think I could make make it famous, <laughs> I'm all yours. <laughs> yeah. We, so, we have time. Yeah. We'll, we'll figure it out. So our discussion today, we are continuing on with um, multiple offer situations. And, you know, we're seeing it in certain price ranges for sure. And um, I just want to, like, highlight because we went through this process. Obviously, we told everybody last week that Melissa has secured a home. She has signed purchase and sales agreement. Yes. So, yay. yay. It's so exciting. Yep. Every time I go into the house, I get to go into your house more than you do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because I'm the listing agent on it. But um, every time I go in it, it's more and more. And it just, it feels like home. And I'm so excited for you for that. Thank I you. truly, truly yeah. am so excited for you for this. And and um but we were talking about you know having 24 offers and just sort of the stages that people buyer buyer clients are going through right now um if anybody does want to talk about the nar um com- um the how that came back the lawsuit came back as them being guilty i'm happy to talk about that as well so if you didn't hear about it maybe we'll do a whole show on it just to explain exactly what happened uh 781-837-4900 is the phone number here but um i excuse me i just wanted to continue on with our topic and i I listened a little bit to it last night i when i'm working i need some background noise like a little bit and so i was listening to our show just to sort of follow up in my head about some of the things that we were discussing and um it was it's interesting because the stages that we go through are real and yeah. I feel bad for so many of the buyers that didn't get. So you got the you got you know chosen by you were the chosen one. I was the chosen one. You were the chosen one by the sellers. And another Harry Potter reference. Is it? Yeah, and you didn't even know. I didn't even know. Wow. Okay. Um, well, I did sit and listen to like whatever. I won't go down that road. <laughs> but I, I just keep on thinking about the twenty three other people that didn't get their offer accepted. Yeah. So. Um, it's a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful time to put your house on the market, uh, certainly, it, because I think putting your house on the market at this time, not for the the aspect of, oh, I'm going to get so much over asking or any of those types of things. It's whatever your terms and conditions are that you're looking for. You have a better chance of getting exactly what you want right now 
that than you may when there's more inventory on the market. So mm-hmm. I am a big <clears throat> advocate of putting your home on the market even during the holidays. So we'll probably do a show on that. Yeah. Putting your, we'll do it next week, okay? Well, it's funny because somebody last night I was talking to um, and I told them that I got an accepted offer and we were going through the whole thing and, um, and she was like, oh, you know, we had used an agent years ago when we were selling our house, um, and they have since recently used Matt Mahoney. Oh yeah, um, a few times, and mm-hmm. they're he's actually going to be listing a house of theirs um, as well, um, and uh, coming up soon, actually in Pembroke. And um, they were telling me like, oh, the agent, like the agent before Matt, um, before they were introduced to Matt, was mm-hmm. you know the. They, they just felt like they did so much wrong and that it went on the market at the wrong time. They're like, it went on in December. And I was like, well, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. I was like, you can sell a house in December. I'm like, mm-hmm. I promise you, you can sell a house. I was like, we just talked about this on the radio show. Um, actually, Emmy and I were talking about it the night that you know our offers were being considered <laughs> for your listing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like, you can do it. You can sell your house in December. I promise you that. It's just there were probably other factors involved because they just were not happy with the the situation with whatever happened you know with that other agent um and they have since not gone back and has used Matt multiple times so um clearly they are happy with with Matt and Boston Connect but um yeah, but and I was like, a, I promise I just you. want to do like a podcast for agents and trainings for agents. Can we do that? Well, so I, you know what they said to me? What? They could tell that that wasn't their full-time job. Yeah. And, and they said that after they sold the house, they were like, the next one that we sell or anything that we do with real estate, we are only hiring an agent who works full-time in the industry. Mm-hmm. And they said, we didn't even find out until like halfway through selling our house that this guy had a full-time job and just like didn't have, like that's why he didn't have the time. And I was like, well, he probably also didn't have the right training. Yeah. He couldn't well, dedicate it to his business here. Well, and think about that too is, you know, um, you know, the trainings that we do, like I came in yesterday morning and I just ended up sitting down here because I was having a conversation with um, one of our agents and then other agents came in and then other agents came in and then conversations started and, you know, one was like, oh, when I looked at that house, did you notice this? And when I did that, did you notice this? And then in came Faith. <laughs> Poor Faith. She needs a break. Yeah. <laughs> Faith needs a break. Honest to goodness, she got our um, Shining Star a couple months ago and I feel like she deserves it every month because she had another situation. Yeah. That should be a show. Did you hear about her situation? Uh, Briefly. I won't talk about it right now because it is sort of still in negotiations. It was supposed to close yesterday, but that would be a really, really good show. Um, How specific you have to be when you're renting, when you're purchasing a multifamily. Yeah. Okay, so can we write that down? Multifamilies. Um, But where were we going with all that? I don't even know. Where were we? Training. Trainings, yeah. So I think that the training aspect is a really big part of it. And when I, I said this yesterday, last week on the show was when I was looking at these 24 offers, 100%. So first of all, quite impressed that 30% of the offers came from Boston Connect Real Estate. Yeah. And then the rest of them were... I don't even know if there was any that were from the same exact company. So we put in 30% of them and I could literally tell if I didn't see the name on it, I would know that they had training here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And why is that? Just, it was, first of all, it was complete, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Like, it had all the parts to it. Yeah. <clears throat> it was, um, 
It was thorough. Every place that needed something to be filled in was filled in. There were yeah. there were spots missing in some yeah. of them. Like yeah. I'm just not going to put that. There's a mortgage contingency. How much the mortgage for is for? Like yeah. when you're in multiple offer situations, I'm sorry. The listing agent is really, 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 really busy, and that's not an excuse because I try to take everybody's phone call. But things can get slipped, like missing. You know what I mean? You you should call when call or text when you are submitting your offer to make sure that the offer got accepted. So thank goodness, because one person did text me and say, hey, I just want to confirm that you got my offer. And when I looked, we didn't. Yeah. We have that new thing that Microsoft is doing with quarantine, Mm -hmm. right? It was in quarantine. Yeah. Right? So you you have to really make sure that should be 101. What I did like is some of the agents and their loan officers took the time to, yeah, um, to have their loan officers call me and when their loan officers call me just to say hey Sharon I just wanted to check in I want to let you know that my client will be submitting an offer with XYZ real estate agent and I just wanted to let you know that they have been pre-approved not pre-qualified there is a difference they've gone through this part they've gone through that part they are very very financially secure and I know that I can get this to the end I appreciated those phone calls because I write notes on on every offer that comes in. If somebody does that, I write notes on it so I can remember to tell the seller. That's my job is to tell the seller everything that I find out. That's why every time someone has an email or anything like that, I always submit it. The other thing that I was very surprised about with 24 offers, this is this is how you can win at a multiple offer situation. You, your agent can call or text the listing agent at any time and say, can you tell me how many offers you have on the table? If I say one, all right, you do with it what you may. If I say 20, do with it what you may. But what you should do is assume that we are asking for highest and best. I I mean, I asked you, obviously I put in an offer for myself and I asked you a couple times how many mm-hmm. offers, but like the first time I asked you, I think it was like seven. So it's like, mm-hmm. it didn't even really matter because I was like, okay, I obviously need to just go in with, yeah. this is my best, like this is it. So, yeah. And you learned, I think that that's one of the things too, through your process, your offers have, um, they have you know, progressed every time where you sort of already knew what you had to do if you were in a multiple offer situation, right? I think there was a time when you just assumed, hey, if they like my offer, they'll come back, right? Yeah, I mean, well, there was one. Yeah, Yeah, there was one situation, but it was because I was up against three other people, you know, but there's been situations where, you know, I, there was a house in Hanson, I was up against 32 other people, Mm -hmm. you know, this time it was, it was 24, you got 24 offers, but, um, you know, I've been up against 16, 13, Mm -hmm. um, one other offer, and that was the offer that I got accepted last year, Um, but yeah, I mean, you, every single offer I've put in, I've come up with a different strategy, mm-hmm. you know? And with this one, I'm just like, this, I know you're going to get so much. And I know, like, I know you're going to get a lot of offers. And this is just the best I can do. Mm-hmm. And I had to be okay with that. Yeah. This and and I think you did a great job. I mean, I wish I could share the picture on the radio show of what you looked like when Mark <laughs> and I called you. Maybe after it closes. Yeah. Well, when even I know my mother wants them. She keeps hounding me. I want those screenshots that Sharon took. Oh, uh, well, mom, just t- text me. 781-294-4848. <laughs> All right, Liz, now you got my digits. Just text me and I'm going to send you those pictures because they were absolutely beautiful. And... 
I know that Liz is your mom. Let's just put that out yeah. there, right? But I'm her work mom, Liz. Yeah. Okay. And she's okay with that. You're okay with she is okay <laughs> she with that. Is. Okay, yeah. I don't wanna I never want to insult anyone's mom, mm-hmm. but you know. But I love her like she's my daughter and that should I, I hope that people love my daughters like they're their daughters too, right? Yeah. yeah. It takes a village. But Mark and I you should have seen the two of us, like when we first found out. And Mark and I were in Boston, and we were at um, the Economic Expectations yes. with Lawrence Young. And um, there we are sitting there, like on these big chairs in the Federal Reserve Building. And Mark's like, they accepted her offer? They're, they're taking her offer? I go, yeah. And he's like, are you going to call her now? And I was like, yeah. He goes, we have to, but we're supposed to go in. I was like, we're going to call her right now. Yeah. And we FaceTimed her and Mark had tears in his eyes. Did you see that? <laughs> I didn't see his tears. I just saw him. Well, because you like couldn't see through yours. Stone face. He's just like, how did this happen? You're getting a house. And I'm like, what is happening right now? I know. And honestly, like we went over there to bring some, um, and this is the other thing too. I I know we're supposed to have a conversation, but I'm just going to say how grateful I am, especially this time of year. For the clients that I have, I just had a resale client. Um, I was there, I was her buyer's agent when she purchased in 2010 and Mm -hmm. it brought back so many memories because it was like one of my first sales that I had as Boston Connect. And um, I had them... um, I believe so anyways I think so but anyways you know she was selling her house and it was you know it was wow like I've seen like this next chapter for her and it was exciting but I told her that I wanted like if she she has beautiful beautiful taste and I said if you're going to be you know if you have any of your extra any extra furniture I'd love to purchase it for from you for staging mm-hmm. <clears throat> because we want to take it up a level and start doing some more of that staging stuff I mean, we do staging, but now have furniture and things yeah. like that. And so she gave me a couple of items at the end. Um, and she said, oh, you can have these if you want them. So we brought them. You took them and we yeah. brought them over to your new house. And when Mark was over there, you should have seen him walking around. Really? He was walking around like a dad. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, well, so, yes. Yeah. You know, someone's got to walk around there yeah. like they know what they're doing because yeah. I don't. But my mom texted me. She said, you're such a blessing to my baby, Sharon. I don't Aww. mind sharing with you. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate that. That actually gave me goosebumps. Thank you, Liz. I appreciate that. Um, yeah. Yeah. So when we brought that, um, when we brought the stuff over it was nice to like see him in in sort of that mode but i'll share those pictures with liz yeah um but i I, I, yeah it's been it's been a journey it's been a journey we still have a little little bit to go a week and a half two weeks yeah i mean this was a quick one even you know emmanuel is it was weird too for me because emmanuel is your attorney and (laughs) my client is working with scott clifford who is also wonderful by the way scott clifford um is an attorney out of hanover and he he is a really really good real estate attorney as well and i i really do like him um he works a lot with sue bollinger one of our full-time agents here at boston connect um but i would say if you were to get like well if i was to give advice to anybody who was in this situation and they've gone through this process of grieving and hate and being pissed off, the biggest piece of advice that I can give anyone is don't ever assume that your offer won't get accepted. Yeah. Then that's what I that's what I was doing mm-hmm. beforehand. Yeah, remember when I had to slap you in my office? Yeah. I felt like it was like one of those things from what was the movie with Cher? <laughs> Snap, Snap out, out of, of it. it. Yeah. <laughs> witches. Um, something witches, right? Witches of Eastwick. Eastwick. Yeah, maybe. Something like yeah. that, yeah. Um, <clears throat> what would be your biggest tip for people who are in these situations? 
<sighs> um, my biggest tip, yeah, I know. I definitely want to do once this closes and gets settled and everything. I definitely want to do a show about my journey specifically. But my biggest tip is like you just in as simple as it is, is just just keep going. Mm-hmm. Like just keep going and and be uh, like be in constant conversations with your loan officer and your agent because. Mm-hmm. Yes, I can talk to myself because I was representing myself and talk to you and Mary, but talking to my loan officer and having a really great um, relationship with her, um, so Jasmine Mm -hmm. and George from Maritime Mortgage, like having a really great um, conversation and relationship with them was helpful because... I was very confident that they would tell me if I couldn't do something because it was just Mm -hmm. not going to be affordable wise, Mm -hmm. like, because I'm doing this on my own. So Mm -hmm. they know where I'm comfortable at. They, they're on top of the rates. They're doing like every single, and I say that I have a different strategy for every offer Mm -hmm. because every single time I've gone, I've, the rate, been offer, the rate has been different. Yep. My max is different. Mm-hmm. And this is what my eighth offer, I think. Like, in every, it, like, my numbers have sort of been mm-hmm. all over the place because right then and there, I was able to do that. Mm-hmm. The next one might not have been able to go that high, or mm-hmm. maybe I could go higher. So, like, it, always be in constant contact with your team. Mm hmm. I think that's good advice. I mean, that is the advice that I gave. And I know we have this question that we'll get into next. Um, and that's the advice I was giving everybody that was at the um, at the open house that I met with and anybody who was calling me about offers. I said, please make sure that your, um, that your pre-approval letter is dated for this week mm-hmm. because rates have been changing. And what we've seen, unfortunately, is people who were in a rate, but they didn't lock in. Yeah. So they thought that they could afford a certain amount. They Then when the rates went up, they suddenly can't afford that house anymore. So I try to avoid at all costs for anything to fall apart. Yeah. Um, so last week we were talking about the different offers that I had. And I talked about a little bit about my strategy of how, and it's not even a strategy. It's just how I line up my marketing for my clients. I 100% think that when you put your house on the market, allow the showings right away. Mm-hmm. Because you will have less of that buyer's remorse type thing, you know, people buying a house in five minutes, you know, walking through a house one time with all these other people, then they have time to think about it, or then they talk to their parents about it, or their their friend who has a cousin who looked at the pictures and didn't think this or that. You get too much buyer's remorse. I love it when buyers can go into a home with their buyer's agent, take their time, have a full 15 minutes to a half hour showing, and go through the house and really make a good decision for them. Yeah. That's why I think that I end up with, you know, you've been in situations recently where you, there were two offers or four offers mm-hmm. and seven offers where we ended up with 24 in the same price range. Yeah. Right? So that to me is put it on the, I like to put my houses on the market on a Wednesday, allow showings right away. And is it a little cumbersome for the people who live there? Most certainly. My suggestion always is if you can get out for a few days, just try to get out for a few days, stay with a family member, do something like that. You don't have to worry about coming in and out for showings. And then when you have the open house, it gives the the open houses less. I mean, even though I did have 32 couples come through, groups of people, I mean, so that was over 75 people. Imagine if I didn't. Yeah. How many people? And this happened to me last year why I'm so anxious about it is um, I said, um, what happened to me? Oh, uh, (laughs) 
Oh, but when I had an open house, there were a lot of people going through it. It happened to me twice. I was thinking about two different houses. So mm-hmm. it did happen to me twice. Had a lot of people at the open house and everyone was saying, I know that there's going to be so many offers on this. Yeah. I'm not going to have a chance. Yeah. They had your mentality, but they didn't have Cher to slap you across the face and say, snap out of it. Thank you, Cher. <laughs> yeah, call me Cher. 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 Um, we saw Cher in concert yeah, we together. Did. Yes, we did. Um if I yeah. could turn back, back time. time. Oh, yeah, I love her. Anyways. Um, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. If I could um, turn back time. Home. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. Um, yeah, but that's what... Um, actually, I just saw that Michelle um, Michelle Fay from Boston Connect Real Estate is watching. Hey, Michelle. Uh, Michelle is one of our full-time real estate agents here at Boston Connect Real Estate. And I also see Jake Turner is watching us. So, hello, Jake. Jake hello, is... Hello. Um, he's our mold guy. Yeah. I don't have his card in front of me. So, Jake, text in uh, what yeah. your, the name of your company is right he now. He drove by during the dog parade. Oh, he did. Did a, did a honk. Yeah. He saw it. Yep. He was here... Um, just he was dropping he was picking something up from Emmy Emmy Flaherty a full-time real estate agent here at Boston Connect Real Estate he was pick, uh, dropping something off for her the other day and I was like hey can I have you come over here and you know come downstairs I want to just see if you can see something for so me is that my house? no here oh here 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 here, here. <laughs> yeah so Jake will uh, Jake is listening and he will text me uh, what the name of his new company is uh, he just changed the name of his company so I want to give him some kudos and we're going to have him on the show again uh, either on a Tuesday or a Saturday yeah. as well yeah. yeah, come on by, Jake. Yes. Um, um, <clears throat> all right, so that's how I do it. I like for people to be able to get in there. One mm. of the other things is is ask... Ooh, ooh, ooh. You just spilled my uh, coffee. Sorry. <laughs> sorry about that. Escalation clauses. So um, a listener um, who was listening last week, her name is Janet. She uh, wrote in, and please feel free to do that anytime. She said, hello, my husband and I were listening to your show today, which was last Saturday, and heard you say that sellers didn't want accelerating offers. What is the reasoning behind that? Just curious why they wouldn't consider them. Could you please explain that on next Saturday's broadcast? Thank you. So thank you for the question. It is a very good question. And what she means by an accelerating um, offer is what we call an escalation clause. So let me explain what it is, and then I'll explain to you why we prefer that we don't have them. When I'm a buyer's agent, I love to use them. As a listing agent, not so much. And this is the reason why. So an escalation clause would be, let's just say a house is on the market for $400,000 and you write up your offer and you say, I will offer you $400,000, that's your list price, but then you add an escalation clause. So there's a whole addendum that you can add to it or you can just write it in the remarks down below. the escalation clause, you may say, I will, it used to be a thousand, then I was seeing 2,500, now we're seeing 5,000. So, whatever that number is that you feel comfortable with. Now, let's just say your max for a house is 450. Mm-hmm. But as a buyer, you certainly don't want to, even if you're against competing offers, as a buyer, you don't want to give 450 when you don't know what the other offers are. I mean, the house is on for 400, but yeah. certainly you could it have enough. It almost becomes like a little game. Like, <clears throat> really does. But you could have another offer for three ninety, right? Yeah. You could yeah. have an offer for four oh five. But if your max is four fifty, are you really gonna go in at your full four fifty no. if you're not sure what the other offers are? Now, here's the thing. When I am a listing agent, I do not look at my offers until I try not to anyways. I don't look at my offers like if I know I'm gonna be getting multiples until the deadline. Yeah. 
And the reason I do that is because if an agent calls me and says, hey, you know, how many offers do you have? Oh, right now I have 10 offers. And if they say, are they good? Well, if every any offer is a good offer. Yeah, if you get an offer, that's good. That's good. <laughs> then they'll ask, they'll start to ask you questions. There was one guy that oh, did that to me. Do you have cash? Do yeah, you have exactly. Do you have cash? Do you have anyone waving home inspection? Like exactly. people just get very bold and start asking questions. Yeah, like I'm sorry, multiple. I have multiple. Please yeah. submit an offer. The highest of best. Yeah, and the truth is, if your seller tells you, if my seller said, Sharon, I don't care if you tell people what my offers are, you can. Yeah. Right. But I don't think that that's a good practice. Yeah. So I don't think it's fair either. But if I haven't had a seller tell me that it's okay yet anyways. Right. So if that person is like, okay, my max is 450, but I don't, I'm not sure. Like what if the other offers are coming in at 405? So let's just use this scenario. We have a house on the market for $400,000. You say, I would like to give you $1,000 over your highest offer, not to exceed $450,000. Okay. Then I go through all the offers and my highest offer is 415. Okay. That means that the escalation clause would be $1,000 over my highest, not to exceed $450,000. Well, that means that that person would be purchasing the house if their offer got accepted with all the other terms and conditions, of course, um, for 16 mm-hmm. because they did $1,000 over mm-hmm. my highest. Yeah. Okay. Now, to Janet's question, as a listing agent, why don't I like that? Because... You're saying that you can afford more, that you are willing to pay more, but you don't want to. You don't want to pay more unless somebody else is willing to pay more. Yes. And then what happens if you get five offers that all have escalation clauses and then they all go up to certain numbers and this one, it's like, okay, so now you have, so which is it, is it? Uh, the highest over the next one that has a that has a um, escalation esca- clause. Escalation yep. clause, or like, wh- at what point does it end? <laughs> yeah. So let's use that as an example, right? So we go back to I'm going to offer you four hundred thousand dollars, okay? And then we have offer A that offers four fifteen. We have offer B um, that offers four twenty. And then they're all, one is willing to go up to four fifty, and one is willing to go up to four. F- I don't know, 425, whatever it is, right? We definitely know that, I mean, this is an easy example. I know the one that was willing to go up to 450 would probably be the one that's going to win, right? Because once I do, all right, you're 1,000 over, you're 2,500 over, you're 5,000 over, each offer is a different amount over the highest next offer, but it keeps on bumping people up, right? So the, the, the reason why I like to do this too is because... I want people to just give me their highest and best. Just give me what your highest and best is. Yeah. I mean, if you're in a multiple offer situation anyways, you should be submitting your highest and best. Period. 100%. 100%. And that's why people use escalation clauses because they're like, I would be willing to do this, but really only if somebody else was willing to do this, right? Yeah. So for me, when I go back to everybody and I say, um, I, I am not accepting, you know, the seller because it's not up to me. It's up to the seller. Um, in this situation for me, it w- worked out really nicely because the daughter is a real estate agent up in Maine. So it was, it was nice to be able to just like talk lingo with her and yeah. not have to like slow it down. Yeah. And she's like, she agreed 100%. Yeah. Like once you start getting too many of them, it gets too convoluted and everything. And don't assume that there will be 
don't ever assume that there will be a counteroffer. Yeah. Like with if if you're willing to waive your home inspection, then you should. We will never ask you to do that, by the way. I mean, we had seven offers from Boston Connect agents and don't assume that waiving your home and like that we'll go back and say, okay, we, we like your uh, offer price. We like your terms, but we don't like that you have, you know, a home inspection. We don't like that you put yeah, in. Yeah, it's your right to have a home inspection if you want. Yeah. And two. Okay. So let me finish up on that and then I'll talk about the other things. We sort of went back onto just offers. Um, so... Janet, if you're listening, and I hope you are. If not, you can listen back. The reason why, as the listing agent, I just want people to come up to their highest and best. So in this situation, when I go back, and I think here we had like five or six agents gave us escalation clauses. So again, I don't know until the day I'm opening them, right? So then when I opened them, I called all those agents back and I just said, hey, I just want to let you know the seller has decided that they don't want any escalation clauses. Please let me know if your base number sale price is going to be the number your your client is going to stay at or if they're going to make any adjustments to their offer right because again if i was on for 400 they offered 400 but they're giving me a thousand over the highest offer not to exceed 450 then really their base number is 400. Yeah. Okay. So really your offer is 400. Exactly. So my point of calling them back is, all right, you tell me, what is your highest number? Is it really going to be 450 or is it going to be 425? Like you tell me what it is. Mm -hmm. So when then when they resubmit their offer, they change it, the list, the sale price to whatever that number is. I will let you know that every single person that put in an escalation clause put in their highest number. Yeah. So these are not real numbers, by the way, that I'm talking about today. Um, But so in my example, the one that said, I'll give you a thousand over the highest not to exceed 450 made their offer 450. Yeah. So if you think about the math and what I just did, now the escalation clause is 450. But when I said before, if they were a thousand dollars over the highest offer not to exceed 450 and the highest offer I had in hand was 415 that means they were 416 and I got them to bump up to 450 that means that I just helped my client secure another $34,000 so my mom actually has a question about this she said what if there were two offers that were $1,000 over highest offer up to 450 with all other terms the same what would you do look at whose offer came in first that would really be up to the seller at that point and you know if if and again, if it was two people with two escalation clauses, I would certainly go back and say, I want an escalation, like I want escal- no escalation clauses yeah. and to see. But if two offers came in at the same exact Essentially price, identical, identical it, you know what? I've never seen really identical. Mm-hmm. You know what though? One of our agents one time was in this situation and they flipped a coin. No. Yes. That just made my heart sink. Yes. They flipped a coin. I think it was Laurie. I think it was Laurie. Laurie Reaney, full-time agent here at Boston Connected. She, she's watching. So oh, Laurie, Laurie if was that's that you? you? Laurie, was that you? You need to you need to let us know. Call us call us to she Laurie. She had I- identical I offers? think that no, she was in it. She had the buyer. Oh. I think it was Laurie. Laurie, call in 781-837-4900. 781-837-4900. I think it was Laurie and they ended up that her client lost because of a flip of a coin. No, I would die. Yeah. <laughs> would be so disappointed you know and here's the good news for us though we 
when we put in again for me it's very 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 easy and how do you see that laurie's watching because i don't see her watching i see I kristen see laurie reading watching kristen watching yeah right above oh i don't see it no yeah um you know it's it's funny because for me i get very systematic in that like i just look at the numbers yeah right that's all i'm looking at Laurie, if you're listening, 781-837-4900. I'd love to know if that was... I feel like it was her. The more you say it, the more I feel like it's true. Yeah. Um, But, you know, at the end of the day, I'm looking at numbers. I'm not even looking. And this is why this one was a little different for me, too, because I was seeing who the agent was. I was seeing who... You know, just different things that like all the love letters were there. Um, I try my best not to read love letters because my focus isn't on that. And for you'll legal, fall in love, yeah. Well, and just for liability reasons yeah. too. You know what I mean? I never want to feel like. Here's the thing with those letters: is it could be assumed that an offer wasn't chosen based on a love letter, mm-hmm. right? So we we would never want that. You know, like if I said, oh, I can't wait to wait, you know, wake up on Christmas morning and come running down the stairs and open up all my Christmas presents underneath the tree. Yeah. Well, if I so have someone that who... That indicates, yeah. Yeah, that indicates that I'm not handicapped. Yeah. It indicates that I'm Catholic or Christian of some sort. Yeah. So if the person who's listing the house doesn't like people who can walk and run down a flight of stairs... <laughs> yeah. Or, or celebrates, celebrates a holiday. Yeah, celebrates Christmas, then they could make a decision based on that. Mm-hmm. So that I don't like to do that. I like to base mine on clear facts and numbers. And that's why I'm so precise. Like, oh gosh, I, we'll have to do a Zoom one morning where we plan it out so I can have give people the Zoom number and I'll show them what one of those spreadsheets look yeah. like. Because if you like data, you're going to love my spreadsheet. Um, to go to get back to my mom's question. So you looking at the numbers, meaning how much are they putting down? Yes. So how much are they putting down with the offer? Uh-huh. How much they're putting down on a purchase and sales? And then how much they're financing? Yes. So, um, so it, uh, and it also comes down to appraisal. So like mm-hmm. if they have an appraisal contingency, whether it's in their um, pre-approval, this is assuming that they're not doing cash. Um, if it's in their pre-approval or if they have that as a contingency in their offer, then, you know, figuring out with that number the ratio okay so this person's putting 20 percent down this person's putting five percent down you know where where's that cushion so that because the 15 percent could be a big difference mm-hmm. you know and and if it doesn't appraise what happens then do they have the the money to come up with the difference or are they gonna mm-hmm. you know it ask for the sale price to be one of the offers um wasn't accepted and it had it had a high price point on it like it had a high sale price and the offer was not accepted because now okay so when we're looking at the offers i'm also looking at the pre-approval letter so let's just we're going to stay with houses on the market for 400 and you offer 450 i am looking at that um pre-approval letter to see like what is your ratio what is your sale price to list price ratio right if you're at 95 percent, and when i did my comps and I'm looking and I'm showing my client, hey, these are the sold properties in the last three to six months, depending, right? So three months, will narrow it down for sure. This is where I'm pretty confident this house is going to appraise at. So if I know the house will appraise at 400 and you tell me that you want to offer 450, I have to worry about 
this appraisal. Yeah. So if you're going for a 95% loan to value ratio, then I know that that house isn't going to appraise. This is one thing that sometimes people will do. They will say, well, if we put it in for 450, they'll just throw a number. Yeah. And and I look at the pre-approval letter and it says right in there that it's an appraisal contingency is right in there. Mm -hmm. Then I know that they might be thinking, hey, it doesn't matter because if Now, again, this is if I have multiple offers, okay? If I only have one, then I take my chance, right? Hey, if it doesn't appraise for 450, at least I know I'll be getting the most. So if the appraiser comes in and says, no, the highest this house that I would say to the bank, now the appraiser works for the bank. Mm -hmm. They're saying, I'm going to give you the loan. This is what the loan will be. But I'm telling you right now, if these people ever foreclosed, the most that you would ever get for this house is 410. Mm -hmm. So now we have an appraisal issue. So would the buyer expect the seller to lower the price? Mm-hmm. Probably. Yeah. If, if they have, if they're putting down 5% and they don't have any cash anywhere else. Yeah. Right? So I wish Janet would call in. Janet, if you're listening, 781-837-4900. 781-837-4900. I just want to see if I'm explaining this well yeah. enough. Because yeah. I'm very, I write a lot. Yeah. <laughs> You, you like the numbers. I like easels. Um, but um, yeah, that word with you. I know. Um, Kristen Hella, who is a full-time realtor here at Boston Connect Real Estate, she's on our show all the time, our honorary co-host. Um, she'll be on the show with me in two Tuesdays from now. Um, she commented on Facebook and said, I had buyers win in an identical multiple offer situation with an escalation clause. It ended up coming down to terms. My buyer was willing to allow the seller a rent back. See? Thank you for sharing that, Kristen. Yeah, it really does matter. And this is what I said about your offer getting accepted. Like when you weren't willing to put it in, you never know what is most important to the seller. Yeah, that's why it's always important to ask. Exactly. You can, you can ask the listing agent, hey, what's the most important to your client? What are they What are they looking for? Because mm-hmm. it's not always number. And I know that we say that, but I promise you it's not always the number, mm-hmm. you know? It's also the terms. Do they need a lot of time? Do they do they need to get it sold today? Yep. Like, so that is a great strategy for Kristen. She had an identical offer, but her clients were willing to do a rent back yep. so they could stay in the house. They, mm-hmm. would, they still sold it. Her clients bought it, but they allowed the seller to stay and, and rent it back um, from I wonder them. how long, Kristen, tell us how long they rented back for because that is really a good strategy. Now, we all know that Kristen is a great, great agent. I, all of our agents here at Boston Connect are wonderful. And she obviously. put in an offer on. Yeah, on, she put an offer in yeah. on on um, on oh, this dear. house that you won too. Yeah. That, yeah, I hate to say won, but that you, you know, that they chose you. Um, and her offer was great. It really was. It was really good. Um, she knows the reason why. And that's one of the other things I like to do as the listing agent, too, is I like to call back every single person who put in an offer, call their agent, and explain to them, hey, this is the reason why they chose this one over that one. Um, I don't know exactly what the mindset was when they chose yours, Melissa. Like, I, I, I'm pretty <laughs> sure. No, I'm not saying you had a terrible offer, but... Clearly, there were other offers. And again, when people are like, oh, well, there were, you know, if, if there was a higher price or if there was, you know, this or that. I think, honestly, it came down to a lot of things like just what they were looking for and what they wanted in an offer. You had it. Yeah. Whatever that was, it was special to them. And that's not all that matters at the end of the day. Kristen says 30 days. 30 days. All right. So do you want to explain to people what that actually means? 
And Janet, again, if you're listening, 781-837-4900. We only have three minutes left, but I'd love to hear from yeah. you to make sure I answered your question. Well, okay. also, um, Evis, your team member, yep. is is sort of in this situation, too. So she sold her house in Quincy, but she um, is mm-hmm. doing a rent back uh, in her house in Quincy because mm-hmm. um, she's building new construction. Mm-hmm. So there was a little bit of cushion. So, mm-hmm. um, and she's got two small kids and, mm-hmm. you know, moving two kids and stuff. So, um, you know, it's allowing her the um, time to finish to, to have her house to completion so uh-huh. um, she was able to secure a buyer for her house that allowed her the time to do that Kristen I don't know what the exact situation is but it could be that you know they're just purchasing the timeline wise it didn't work out they might be purchasing something else and they may be purchasing something else so there may be a domino effect so like just to get one of the houses sold they might mm-hmm. have been that you know there's so many different factors um but you know i don't know what else, what are other other examples <laughs> yeah no but that's that's exactly what it is it's basically you're saying okay we can close on the house you know, whatever the standard timeline is. Yours is not standard. You did it in 20 days. And that's so funny because Jasmine, when I bought this house, we did it in 23 days. Yeah. So she just keeps on trying to like, she's upping it herself. Like, yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. So they did it. Um, I had to have a whole new septic system put in too. So, um, but the, um, so it may be the person, like you said, who knows why the reason is, but you know, <clears throat> they are able to stay in the house. They have the money. And I think that that's a good thing too, because it helps them go back you know, to their next house. There are a yeah. lot of people who will sell their house. They have enough equity and then they're going to be purchasing another house mm-hmm. and it's going to be cash. Yeah. But all of their cash is it's in- It's contingent upon them selling their house exactly. because they, that's their asset. Yep. You know, yep. that's where all their money is. Yep. So. so it puts them in a really, really good position, even if they're looking for another house so um thank you for sharing that can't believe it we're done we're at the end of the day but um end of the day end of our day here at WATD uh McNamara on money is on next I don't know if it's Alyssa Justin or Michael but uh any one of them will be wonderful so be sure to tune in with them I will be at Cushing Trail today from 10 to 12 again tomorrow 10 to 12 that's a 40 lot subdivision in Hanson 486 uh Spring Street in Hanson if you want to find me there Cochise at Estates. I know Kristen Howlett will be there tomorrow. Mary Baker is there today. We are at Cochise Horton. Horton, at Estates, 11 to 3. So make sure you visit them. And um, we have all kinds of other open houses. Yeah. Go to bostonconnect.com. Yeah, bostonconnect.com to find all of our open houses. Yeah, we have to get better at that. Yeah, I know. I know. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> bye, Tim. Have a great day. Bye, you too, ladies. Bye, Facebook. Thank you for watching. Just like you. I've always wanted to live in a neighborhood with you, so let's make the most of this beautiful day. Since we're together, WATD FM Marshfield, WBMS Brockton.